This is a Rooster Teeth production. my bardic brethren flit your feet on into the stinky dragon and buy our latest brew the purple hazy ipa it's a pale ale with hints of razzmatazz berries sharp notes of lyrical licorice and dulcet tones of chilled vibes served over ice one bottle of this booze you won't need a song of rest previously our adventurers traveled to Urbloom pass they climbed the tower on the back of mud searching for sleek but first they encountered a never-ending dance party hosted by dj boots and cats Eventually, they overcame the sparkling sphere and finally came face to face with the infamous Dwarven Infinite. Will this loquacious lyricist be too much for the interns? Let's tune in and find out together. I believe you've taken enough of my time and my patience is wearing thin. The hour is nigh for my grand overture. Perhaps you're right. I could use a little warm-up on my lute. He strums a clamorous chord on his lute that seems to shake the entire tower. Should I take the shot? Should I take I the think, shot? I think now is the time for talking to end. <laughs> Everyone go ahead and make a strength saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, a strength saving throw. There's a 14 for Mud. 13 for Bart. 24. That is a oh, 21. I backflip. <laughs> I catch myself. Easy. I'm still invisible, right? Yeah. Nice. Okay, so uh, Mud and Bart, you both get knocked back off of the loft onto the main floor below. Just like the chord of music, the force of it just blows you backwards, kind of like in Back to the Future. <laughs> Marty flies in front of the app. Kyborg and Gum Gum manage to steady themselves and stay up on the loft. However, for falling down below Mud and Bart, you do take some damage. Like one point, right? Like You take four D? 40. 17 points of damage. Oh! What Pardon me. What kind of fall was this? Uh, falling damage is a particular amount of bludgeoning damage taken according to the player's handbook. Uh, at the end of a fall, a creature takes 1D6 bludgeoning damage for every 10 feet it fell. 17 points of damage, huh? For the listeners, that was a 3d6 plus one. It was a six, a six, and a four. Do I take the shot? Yeah! How how can we communicate this? Uh, I go the uh, established language that we had decided upon before. I go... I don't know if you can hear that, but it was me, Predator Burry. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative. (laughs) God dang it, okay. We're fighting him, huh? Can I take the shot? I'm still invisible. Can I take the shot? You want to take the shot? I take the shot. Okay, What, what are you trying to shoot again? Sleek! Sleek or the loot? Earlier you had talked about shooting the loot. I'm just curious. What are you trying to shoot? Well, now Sleek and the loot are one. He has the loot in his hands, does he not? I don't think they are one. I think he's still using it I would go for the dude. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm afraid if I say loot, then Gus is going to be like, well, technically that's a cold shot. According to D5 version 7. <laughs> what are you uh, trying to shoot? Uh, I'm, I'm shooting. <laughs> Get the dude. I'm shooting the dude. I'm shooting Sleek. All right, go ahead. And before uh, I see people rolled initiative, before we get to the initiative, let's go ahead and deal with Kyborg's uh, ready to action. So, Kyborg, go ahead and make your uh, attack roll. Yes, I don't like that tone. You, right you, said, you said, like, Kyborg. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this works out. Do some damage, my dude. I, but it's just it's just Gus's tone. He just, I can tell he's not happy with me. It's just some <laughs> bad vibes. Really just, 25. Like, keep digging it. Oh, wow. 25. 
That's a great roll. Go ahead, roll damage. Hell yeah. Get this son of a... 13. Oh, max damage. Ooh. Kyborg lets an arrow fly straight at Sleek. As it's flying, though, Sleek mumbles, and the arrow stops midair. <gasps> what? Suspended, uh, seemingly in time. It's Neo. Man, why would you... Why would... I just wasted a really good roll. <laughs> it was. Yeah. 25. He just wasted a really good spell to stop it if it makes you feel any better. Did you take up a stealth slot? Did you? Meta? Yes. I, you see, she, <laughs> That's a lie if I ever heard one. I got a 20 on initiative. Negative five for Kyborg. <laughs> Let's go back to the initiative now. I'm still invisible, right? Does shooting the arrow get take get him invisible? Someone look it up while I... Uh, finish organizing you guys. Yeah, Bart, what's the conditions of staying invisible? Usually, like, uh, taking a uh, action like that takes you out of invisibility. Yeah, it's concentration, up to one hour. So if if I lost concentration, would the spell end? Well, I think, to counter that, you were concentrating so hard on keeping me invisible that you fell over, but the concentration continued. Personally, that's what I feel. <laughs> so, that's a good point. A concentration spell... So you have to maintain concentration. When you take damage, you need to make a saving throw in order to maintain that concentration. So since you fell, it would, Kyborg, would you have shot before Bart hit the floor or would Bart hit the floor and then you would have shot? I probably would have shot after Bart hit the floor because after he attacked, he, rules of engagement, Gus, you know? <laughs> okay, so then it's academic, really. So normally the way it works, just for future reference, <laughs> when you take damage, Bart, for, and you're maintaining a concentration spell, you need to make a saving throw to make sure the concentration spell stays up. Mm. So it doesn't matter because one way or another, the invisibility drops, whether it's by, in this case, whether it's by, yeah, whether it's by Bart hitting the floor and taking damage and failing a save, or it's by Kyborg making the attack. Okay. In the end, the result is the same. Kyborg is now visible. It's academic, really. It doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. It's it's academic, really. It's academic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that means. You guys keep saying that. It's academic. Barb, 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 it's just academic, okay? It's just academic, my dear Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have Kyborg and Gum Gum up in the loft with Sleek still. Mud and Bart have fallen below. And as that chord that Sleek played resonates throughout the room, it seems like some of the instruments on the floor down below with Bart and Mud start coming alive. The stringed instruments start seemingly moving around on their own. You see, you see a violin, a viola, a cello, and a bass yeah. all start moving around and closing in around you, Bart and Mud. What chord did he play to knock us off? It's really important for my character to know what chord it was. <laughs> That's a Micah question. Micah, what chord did <laughs> just he play? Name, just name a letter, Cuss. <laughs> Brown note. C. A, there you C. go. It's a C chord. Okay. It was a clamorous chord, so it's a C. Okay. Oh, we love our alliterations. It, and it left you flat. Oh. That's <laughs> good. Most excellent. <laughs> I give myself an inspiration die. All right. Uh, Kyborg, uh, you had the best initiative, so you uh, you go first. I mean, I could shoot another arrow, but we all know how well that's going to go, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> stop being a whiny baby and shoot an arrow. A super whiny baby today. I feel like Even yeah. more so than normal. <laughs> <laughs> shoot my longbow of triumph. Oh, my God. That's a 28. That's an incredible shot. Wow. That hits. Go ahead and uh, roll some damage. Does it, Gus? Does it? That's a f- 10. You uh, fire off your longbow, and uh, it hits sleek. It hits him. Doing some damage to him. What'd you roll? 10 points uh, there. Oh, I wasn't done. Arcane shot. Oh, okay. Exploding arrow. 2d6. Yeah? Yeah, it hits, and then you roll your extra damage. Five. Five. Not the best. How does that work? What did you say that was exploding shot? 
Bursting arrow immediately after the arrow hits a creature, the target and all other creatures within 10 feet of it take 2d6 force damage each. This is the part where Gus tells me I'm like a foot away from Sleek and I <laughs> no, hate no, no. all of my own damage. Uh, no, no, I just wanted to make, I was curious about the 10 feet radius. I was trying to figure out in my mind if Gum Gum was that close, but he wouldn't have been. Oh, okay. uh, Y'all are more than 10 feet away. The loft is uh, is rather wide. He is a giving god, Gustavo. <laughs> so kind. The kindest DM. Yes, I am. You all are uh, you all are so great to uh, recognize my 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 abilities, my my benevolence. Oh my god. That was the best compliment you ever gave us, Gus. <laughs> Down below on the lower level, the cello closes in on Bart and Mud, and it decides to attack Mud. Uh oh. Cello. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Cello's bow swings around and slashes at you, Mud. Let's see if it manages to hit. Oh, that's a nat 20. Oh, Come my on. God. You see Come the rolls. On. I put it. I, you can see it right there. Come on. God, I thought I was getting bullied. That means it just does like a point of damage, right? Just, it's just an instrument. Let's get bullied. <laughs> I remember when Gus killed my last D&D character with a butter knife? <laughs> so because that's a critical hit, Mud takes 15 points of damage. Oh my god, uh, dude. Oh. <laughs> Do you have healing potions or spells? I got some tricks. Okay. I got some tricks. I got some sick tricks that I learned down at the skate park. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I turn into a possum. I actually die. <laughs> I turn into my soul, leaving my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bark, you just watched a cello really beat up mud, which is something you never thought you'd see in your life. Leaving me on a low note. Heyo. Heyo. <laughs> that's, re that's really good. Inspiration dice good? Inspiration Gus, give him a drum I thought you already had beat. one. No. I didn't say it. Oh, yeah, that's inspiration dice. Yeah, you get an inspiration oh, Thank dice. you. Thank you. Um, you've got me down quite unhealthy. Give me an inspiration dice. <laughs> you got it. Bart. Okay. I'm going to try something here. So I'm going to fight fire with fire. I have a cantrip called Blue Fever of Bluegrass. Yes. That I want to uh, cast upon this cello that just smashed mud in the face. <laughs> Once per turn, you could send forth a shockwave of blue vibrating energy that surges forward towards the target from a banjo. Those targets <laughs> must make a DC 15 charisma saving throw or become enthralled by the feverous music. Yes. You're going to charm a musical instrument. I'm going to make the, the musical instrument dance with my musical instrument. With bluegrass. Yes. Wait, so it does it do damage or what does it do to them exactly? On a failed save, the target begins to feverishly dance through the magical influence of the music and cannot take an action, bonus action, or use movement until the end of their next turn. Please break the game. We're Please we're currently in battles. a scene from Fantasia right now. Is <laughs> Some kind of Fantasia fever dream. Just for the audience's sake, uh, it is a, a homebrew spell that Micah came up with. I don't want people getting confused out there, which is why I'm asking for some clarification as to what yes. it is exactly that's going on here. No, Bart learned this in, in the faraway lands of Nashville. <laughs> is that of close to Nashville. the Shire? <laughs> I'm told it should be DC 13, not DC 15. Just FYI. Well, it says DC 15. Because <laughs> it's based off of your spell saving throw, and your gotcha. spell saving throw is 13. It was built for a different character. Gotcha. So I took something that I shouldn't have. <laughs> All right. So it's going to go ahead and roll uh, saving throw. It's charisma is plus one. 
rolled a 15, so it successfully saves against blue fever of bluegrass. Okay. Am I, like, between the instruments and Sleek right now? Like, he's up there. We're on the ledge down below. So you all, when you, you remember, you went up the ladder. It was kind of in the middle of the loft. When you, when you were talking to Sleek, it was off to the right side of the ladder. So in the area down below, you're kind of on the northeast side of it, is the best way to put it. Okay. You're there with mud, and the stringed instruments came, are coming across the room from the west side. So they're coming from the opposite side of the room. Okay. Can I move further away from them by 20 feet, if there's room? Yeah, you can You can move, like, further toward the easterly wall. Yeah. But may I make a request? In, in keeping with the musical theme of this episode, can you, like, dance over? Ah, cha-cha-cha. I'll cartwheel over. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Tiny little bark cartwheeling. It's like a hamster in a ball. Careful, Gus will make you do an athletics roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're in a mood, Blaine. I'm going to mess with Kyborg. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Bring it. All right. So, Bart, I'll say at this point now you are hugging the easterly wall. You're hiding behind uh, some other musical instruments that are up against that wall. That are not oh. alive. That are not alive. Not yet. Just kidding. Where are we? <laughs> Mud. You're up. Mud, the invincible. <laughs> Bleeding, coughing. (laughs) (laughs) Holding his spleen in. (laughs) How many instruments are alive down around us? Four. 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 Four? Mm Mm-hmm. Come on. The cello is the one that is currently uh, threatening you because it attacked you with its bow. You've also got a viola, a violin, and a bass. Okay, 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 okay. Hey, John. Drop the bass. All right, so here's what. Mud's gonna do. The smallest one would be the violin, yeah? Yes. I'm gonna use web on the violin. How do you shot web? How do you shot web? <laughs> With a little thwip sound. Does rock floats on lava? <laughs> that does it. That's a ranged weapon attack. I will roll for attack. Well, that's not a good attack. That's 10. Spider Mud sprays a string of webs towards the target, but it misses entirely. Perhaps he needs to get a few of his eyes checked. Get some glasses. Okay, then what I'm going to do with my movement, since I'm a spider, I'd like to get up to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. When you say, like, get up to the ceiling, do you mean, like, of the overall room, or do you mean, like, getting up into the loft, or, like, the underside of the loft? Well, I, I yeah, I, I mean the overall room, not the underside okay. of the loft. Let's say you're about mm, 15, 20 feet away from the wall. Then I go 15 feet up the wall, away from the instruments. So you move 15 to the wall and then up the wall 15. Correct. Okay. Bart, you just see a giant spider appear and uh, (laughs) run by you and start climbing up the wall. Bart is actually really okay with spiders, so he doesn't really, uh, he's not affected. I think the spider's bigger than him. He's only afraid of the dark. That is Bart's one fear. I think the spider's bigger than anybody in our party. Probably. I'm pretty huge. You're not even bigger than mud. Okay. Wombats aren't in uh, D&D, just FYI. They're not? Uh, it's not It's not in the Monsters Encyclopedia. Blaine's trying to get me to be able to see a wombat so I can turn into one, but I just looked it up and it's not in the list. No, specifically, I want you to turn into a combat wombat. There's a difference. <laughs> then we, we, have to, we have to add, we need to add a wombat as a homebrew animal. Okay. Combat <laughs> wombat, though. Come on. I'll allow it. That's good. All right. So the viola's turn to attack. Who's it going to attack? Mud. Right, of course. Wouldn't want to. Wouldn't want to do any damage to anybody else. Hey, you're watching the rolls. Break anybody <laughs> else's nails or anything like that. 
the uh, viola kind of you know moves over in the dis- in the direction of Bart and Mud, but obviously it can't reach 15 feet up into the air uh, since Mud is up on the wall. So instead, the viola squeaks a piercing atonal melody that's directed entirely at Mud. Mud, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. John, did you like slash Gus's tires or something? What's going on between you two? <laughs> 17. This atonal melody just like seemingly is like resonating around, piercing your brain. You made a good saving throw though, so it doesn't fully affect you. You only take five points of damage. How, God, I, I have taken so much damage already in this fight. <laughs> Am I the tank? Am I the tank now? Is that what this is? Am I? <laughs> Do I have aggro and everything? Everybody go. Well, Let's find out. It's the violin's turn. God. It's actually going to attack Bart. Oh, come on. Oh, you hush. You hush. You want me to, you want me to have it attack Mud instead? I mean, I, I ideally nobody, but, know. you know. I guess Mud is pretty uh, beaten down. Actually, I think right now, because I'm a spider, I have more HP than you because you did take a bunch of damage from your fall. Yeah, half my health. Yeah. Well, let's see if this violin makes it any more than half. Uh, it closes in and also lashes out at Bart with its bow. The thing I love most, now attacking me. <laughs> it's come back to haunt you. Uh, only rolled an eight, though, so That's unfortunately miss, it right? misses. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately for me, these are my guys. <laughs> hey, hey, Gus, that that was that was awfully violent. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank there you. it is. Gum gum, you're up. So upstairs, it's just me and Kyborg and Sleek. Yeah, and Sleek is standing kind of in the northeast corner of the room by the vanity with loot in his hand. And then downstairs, can I see downstairs? You can't quite see from where you are. You're about 10 feet from the edge of the loft. You can kind of, I guess, I mean, you could kind of see down, but you can't, you don't have full view because you're not up at the actual edge. Okay. Mud got hit, so you probably hear some yelling in pain. Okay, I'm gonna go into a rage. Yeah. Not a very good sound. So intimidating. Yeah. That was also me stretching. That sounded like a kid who's got gas. Gum Gum either has rage or constipation. We're gonna find out. They're not mutually exclusive. (laughs) So I'll roll my rage random or your wild magic. Yeah. That's a six, which means... Until your rage ends, you are surrounded by multicolored protective lights. You gain a plus one bonus to AC, and while within 10 feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. That's, so that'd just be Kyborg. Yeah, at this point, it's just Kyborg. Hell yeah. Where'd you go, buddy? Cool. It's not the best, but it's not bad. No. There's lots of gum gums everywhere. And then... <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said. Multicolored lights. Oh, I thought it was like multicolored like versions it's not, of gum it's not gum. like little miniature use it's like little little sparklies okay yeah. so gum gum's like dad is watching me from above dad is watching me <laughs> and then charges at sleek and goes ragey and attacks the big axe okay so I'll roll for that <laughs> uh, well that's unfortunately a miss this fight is going so terribly so far. Well, shoots and ladders. Language, Chris. Is that it for Gus? So uh, Gum Gum goes into a rage, gets surrounded by floating lights, charges at Sleek and makes an attack, but misses. Yeah. Inspiration die. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the power of meta compels you. Yeah. <laughs> I will re-roll. Okay, that's better. 20. Nice. 20, uh, that does hit. Woo. <sighs> Finally, do some damage, my dude. Please. Seven. Uh, not a great <laughs> amount of damage. Seven points. It was not, not great, but at least it's something. We're on the board, y'all. We're on the board. And I got pretty lights. And yeah, and I'm a spider, so progress has been made. Yeah, me and, me and Kyborg are doing good. We got bonus armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you guys doing down there? Brag about it to the guys who are getting beat up <laughs> in the lower level. Yeah. Literally being just mauled by instruments. It's like they went to a guitar center and then all of the shells <laughs> fell on us. Just fell on us. <laughs> just the string section, though. Yeah, of course. You know, the classical string section of Guitar Center. That's all well, guitars. <laughs> or, oh, or, look at you. There's, there's no guitar attacking it, but you are correct. There, there's a base that has not attacked yet on the lower level, and it's going to attack mud, of course. Of course. Much like the viola, it kind of moves over by the wall in the direction of mud, seemingly frustrated that it cannot reach up 15 feet into the air to attack mud. So it also squeaks out a piercing atonal melody in Mud's direction. Mud, you have to go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. Son of a... Ah! That's that's an eight. Mud gets an eight. No, I rolled a one is what I rolled. Mud gets an eight. John gets a call from his uh, homeowners association. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So Mud takes 11 points of damage. Man. Are you still alive? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) On the bright side, though, the sounds in your head are so discordant and grating that you feel the urge to move away as quickly as you can. Oh, okay. It's a little fear fear action. You must use uh, your reaction and move as far as your speed allows away from that base. So. Hell's yeah! I'm going all the way to the. I'm going all the way to the ceiling, y'all. Bye. Kyborg, unaware that his friend has turned into a spider, takes aim at the spider. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Yeah. Hey, everybody, get your kicks in. Uh, yeah, Kyborg and Gum Gum, you see giant spider mud bolt past you, <laughs> go all the way up to the ceiling. The, the the spider is also like almost dead. Just the, like that's where we're at. <laughs> Bleeding spider. Yep. Well, Kyborg, Kyborg, it is your turn if uh, you do want to take a, a shot at the giant spider. Ooh, I really consider it, but of course I won't. You know what this, you know the giant spider at this point. You've seen this giant spider. No, I, I love that. This giant, giant spider. spider helped you up the tower. Yes. Smarsh is king, but this spider is friend. I take Spider's aim friend. with my longbow triumph at Sleek. I pull back my mighty bow. Quit. I messed up. I forgot to give Sleek his turn. Good. I rolled a 25. I'm keeping that roll. We'll use that roll. Thank God. Oh, that's my bad. Oh, just I have okay. Sleek in a different spot here. Sleek rolled the same initiative roll as the base. I just forgot to get to him here in this turn. He's all about that base, about that brace. No trouble. Bart singing that while just getting beaten by a... <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think, what, which of these would be best? How best to kill Blaine's character? <laughs> Do we think that if we get sleek, all the instruments will, like, fall lifeless? Perhaps, Absolutely. like, maybe he's controlling them? Usually it's magic rules. rules. Probably, yeah. yeah. Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> Independence Day rules. How yeah. silly of me, yeah. Sleek pulls out his sword and takes a swing at Gum Gum, who's right up in his face. Ha! That's not very musician of him. Ha! 19. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you have a low armor class, don't you? Yeah. 
barbarians are pretty low. So you say it's not very musician to him, but the sword actually does look like a tuning fork. <laughs> How? How? It's a tuning sword. It's like two small blades. Like, you know, a tuning oh, fork is like okay. dull, but it's like instead of like those dull ends, if like each end was a... Uh, Will sharpen to a, a gotcha. Blade. So, how gotcha. much damage does that do? So, like a like a Halo sword or a pitchfork? Yeah, kind of like uh, the Covenant swords in uh, yeah. in Halo. Uh, you take eight points of force damage from uh, being hit by the tuning sword, and you need to make a strength saving throw. But that only be I'd be half that because I'm raging. Wait, does rate does raging stop prevent force damage? Because I said it's force damage. Oh, it's force damage with a force. The, the sword hitting him is force damage. Yeah, you're resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Okay, so no. sorry, I, I heard sword and... Yeah, there's something special about this sword, besides <laughs> the uh, the obvious cosmetics. It's a cheating sword. <laughs> <laughs> Take eight points of cheat damage. Yeah. <laughs> and then a strength saving throw, okay. Yeah, then make a strength saving throw. 17? 17. You feel like the impact of the sword and the force damage like pushes you back, but you, you know, you steal yourself and hold your position and you're unmoved by the, the impact. Don't don't fly back, it hurts. <laughs> don't do it. I guess only Gum Gum can probably hear this because he's close enough to sleep. You hear uh sleek mumble. Accelerando. No, you're accelerando. <laughs> yeah, you get him. Is he gonna do some data entry and some table sheets? <laughs> That's me. That's me. That's what I do. Sleek gets to have all the fun. I get to accelerando. And next, Wordorondo. Accelerando. <laughs> nice. And then he takes another slash at Gum Gum with his uh, tuning sword. And how does it go? It's a twenty-three, <laughs> oh. which hits. <laughs> And does how much damage? Doing... God, I gotta roll. <laughs> uh, Ten points of damage. And you have to make another strength saving throw. Oh, no. Did you plan on killing our entire party this fight? Is this like... <laughs> is this like... Is this a scripted, you know, t- total party wipe? Is that what this is? You're watching the rolls, man. That's it's, that's how it goes. It's a 24, 24 from Gum Gum. How about... All right, again, you feel like the sword's pushing you back. and you, But, you, you know, you're kind of used to it. You already fought through it one time. You steal yourself, and it does not move you. Hold! More like Accelera, don't. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, are you are you taunting him? I think yeah. that's too smart of a comeback for Gum Gum. That is. He's learning. <laughs> He's been around us for uh, enough periods of time to pick up some comedy. Yeah, he got two shots at it. You know, this is yeah. his second time around. So then, in that case, since you're taunting him with his left hand, he. Uh, holds it out in front of him, and he says, How many moves does this little twerp have? So, uh, Kyborg and Gum Gum both roll me charisma saving throws. What? Yikes. Don't worry, everybody. They're only negative in charisma. <laughs> oh, wait. Gum Gum's actually plus two. Five. Fourteen. Both of you feel like you just kind of really slow down. Like Everything's just like heavier. Oh. And you take a, a minus two penalty to your armor classes. What? You... Bro. And to your dexterity saving throws. <sighs> but that's only minus one because we're already plus one on our armor class. Correct. This guy's tough. Yeah, it's a bummer. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Guess what? I'm going to ask that you give us a follow on social media at Stinky Dragon Pod. Uh, you engage with us using hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod. It's absolutely the best thing you can do for a podcast is to spread word of mouth. Viewers like you, 
I sound like a PBS ad. Yeah, if you use hashtag Sticky Dragon Pod, you might even get your name in a future episode as an NPC. Of course, always please rate us on a podcast platform wherever you listen to us. And if you're a first member of Rooster Teeth, you can learn more at roosterteeth.com slash first. You get the podcast 24 hours early with your own private podcast feed. Go check out if you want more info. You can get a seven-day free trial. I think it's worth it. Who has their music? Can't someone like burn it or something? Or throw it around? I don't know. Do something to distract him. From what I recall, he knows it from memory. Yeah, like, but it might be worth trying. So Ben and uh, Micah wanted me to explain something for you guys and for the audience, just because it seemed like Sleek did a lot there. So when he first attacked, you know, he did that attack, hit Gum Gum. Then he cast a spell. I said that uh, he said Accelerando. He uh, moved himself in the initiative order from the bottom of the initiative order back up to the top. That's why he got to act again. Uh, sure, why not? OP for my liking. <laughs> but that was his turn. That was his other turn. Right. So he basically did two turns back to back there. That's okay. why he had so many actions and attacks there. So every time he, he goes, he's not going to have that many <laughs> attacks and actions. Just He wouldn't have done that if Gum Gum hadn't been taunting him. That's why he moved himself and decided to act again. Gum Gum. No, it's good. Kyborg and Gum Gum are net negative one to AC, but negative two to dexterity saving throws. Cool. Woof. So Kyborg, it's your turn. You rolled a... 25. 25. You're trying to uh, attack Sleek. Yet again, 25 does connect. Go ahead and uh, roll damage. Okay. A little bit of this. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. 13. Nice, 13. Max damage. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm not done yet. I want to do an arcane shot with another bursting arrow. Hiya! That is a six. Nice. Lots of damage. That's a total of 19 points of damage that you rolled there. Kyborg, making good work with that bow. Yeah, making plays, guys. Someone's got it. Hmm. Anything else? Say, say something cool. Uh, tuning fork, more like tuning dork. <laughs> I say I say I say it really like kind of like to myself because I saw what happened when Kaibo <laughs> or when when Gum Gum taunted him. So I'm just kind of like I'm like kicking pebbles on the ground while I'm mumbling it under my breath. You like coughing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful when you're uh, trying to taunt an infinite. Well, I'm an infinite intern, so about Ooh. equal standing. We're like an infinite. Okay. Wait, Ooh. was Sleek an infinite? Who's he bringing on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh snap. I somehow completely missed that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the infinites that uh, you're looking for. Gotcha. I think we found him. All right. The cello, it's the cello's turn. Cello, it's on the ground. It, it's where Mud was before he turned into a spider and moved up the, the it's wall. It's pronounced Spoder, actually. Spoder, before he became the Spoder. Since you're no longer on the ground near it, it's going to instead pivot and uh, close the distance over to Bart and make a swipe at Bart with its bow. But I'm so far away. It <laughs> surely couldn't move that quick. It's a cello. I'm so far. I'm so it's far. It's got no feet. I'm so, just... I'm so far and so small. I'm so small. It's a little boy. Can't, can't get me. That is a 19. On my screen... It rolled ever so slowly. It was almost a three, then it like tipped oh. over to 16. Oh. What if it was a three though? Mm-mm-mm. The dice never lie. So it slashes at Bart with its bow, doing seven points of damage. Christ on a cracker. <laughs> ben just wrote, cello no. Cello no. Oh no. 
Bart, it's your turn. You're surrounded by a couple of instruments, so two of which have attacked you, uh, two of which have cast spells up at uh, Mud uh, in the air. Uh, what do you okay. want to do? Would you say the two that are attacking me are within five feet of each other? Uh, yeah, they definitely are. A-O-E. A-O-E. Could I class... I don't know what you're saying. Could I cast <laughs> a cloud of daggers over Yes, that's what Ooh, I want. That's what nice. I want. Absolutely. AOE is like a area of effect spell. Okay. So, uh, I was like, cloud of daggers is COD. I don't know what yeah, you're... <laughs> it's a damage on multiple enemies is like a, like a grenade. Gotcha. Yeah, cloud of daggers, please. Yes. So you conjure up a cloud of daggers in that area. Yes. They take 4d4 slashing damage. Roll that damage. Ah, oh, dang it. Just eight. Eight. It's pretty good. Is that eight each? Any creature that starts its turn in the cloud uh, takes that damage. Are we talking about, like, data? Yeah. Cloud? Like... iCloud. Okay. No, that's great, because <laughs> that, that means that if any of the other ones approach, they'll also enter it. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the start of their turn, they'll take it again. Yeah. Good job, Bart. Uh, mud. You're up on the ceiling. What a feeling. Oh, before, <laughs> Thank you. before I, my turn ends. Oh, sorry. Could I do my mantle of inspiration? It says a bonus action. Spend one use of bardic inspiration to grant five temporary HP to up to three creatures you can see. And that can see you within 60 feet. Yes. Okay. I don't know who I could see right now. I imagine myself in mud. Yes. The only person you can see would be mud. Okay, could I give it to myself in mud? Is that possible? Or is it only to, like, other creatures? I think it's for only for other creatures. Because it doesn't say other. Like, in Bardic Inspiration, it says a creature other than yourself, but Mantle of Inspiration, it just says up to three creatures you can see. But it's like you spend one use of Bardic Inspiration to three creatures you can see. Oh. So my, my counter-argument, if you want to get, like, real technical or, like, really nitpicky, would be like, you can't see yourself. Gotcha. Look at your hand. Look at your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I pull out my mirror from my pocket. Mm, there's a mirror upstairs. You guys, hey, sleek. Let me use this for a bit. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll hold off until I can see more people then, just so I can make use of it better. So maybe scratch that. Okay. Because you're still okay, right, Mud? I mean, in, in what way? <laughs> Not on like the brink of death, right? I mean, that's a, that's a subjective term at this point. <laughs> that's fine. Do, do you use it on yourself? I'm in a advantageous spot at the very least. Okay. Bart can climb the ladder back up into the loft. Yeah, can I do that as my move action to come upstairs? Yeah, Bart, your movement is 25 feet. Let me look at the map here. From where you are. But it's more than 25 feet because I'm so scared, right? So I don't know what's going. <laughs> uh, you're yeah. able to get to the ladder and start climbing up. You would be able to get all the way up, but you're, you're part way up the ladder. Okay, cool. That's very scary. You're in a precarious position now. You're just like stuck on a ladder and there's instruments that are like zooming around. But who knows if they could climb? It might be one of those like go across the water, they can't swim kind of situations. Ah. Mm, like a hoverboard. Yeah. Okay. I think that's my turn. Okay. Mud. I'm going to use a second level spell slot and give me some HP. And since I burned a second level slot, uh, I get to do roll 2d8 because mud needs health. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. That's a two. Roll two ones. Roll two ones, y'all. Mud, what is going on, bud? That's not good. Do you have an inspiration? I think Mud's sick. 
I know. I want to use save that for something else. But buddy, you just got two HP. He's gonna save it and he's gonna have an awesome funeral. You guys, it's gonna be so awesome. That inspiration die is gonna make it great. <laughs> hush, hush, I'm okay. Roll for casket. You're okay. You're the one who keeps whining that you have no health. <laughs> I'm trying to manifest that I'm okay. <laughs> Positive thinking. <laughs> he just did the equivalent of like slapping a band-aid on his broken arm. Yeah. Rolled some spit on it. I'm actually going to go down to sleep. Into the loft? Yeah. How are you going to do? Are you going to crawl down? Are you going to make like one of those, like do that thing the spiders do where they like let one like little strand out and they like slowly descend down? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think Mud would want to make like a big old entrance and like just plop down like rawr. <laughs> and I'm going to bite Sleek. Ooh. Mm. Bite him with a 21. That Yeah, that hits. Sleek's so focused on Gum Gum and Kyborg, he pays no mind to the spider above him. Uh, he pops down on him and gives him a little bite. I ain't no little bite. That's a big bite. A big old bite. Does uh, piercing damage, which I'll roll for, and then the target must make a DC 11 a constitution saving throw. That'll determine taking some poison damage. All right. Where do you go mud? Okay, so first of all, the piercing damage from the actual chomp. Rolling now. That's a one! Oh, my God. You should inspiration die. You just got it. No, they can sit just a D8, though. Can you tap your own butt? Is that something you could do? Yeah, I, yeah, I can't use a uh, guidance while in spider form. So he takes four damage with that uh, piercing damage. Oh, it's like a D8 plus three? D8 plus three, yeah. What's the, did he save constitution or not? 12. What save did he need to make? Uh, 11. So I rolled a nine. You take half damage mm-hmm. of uh, poison damage. We'll say that's five. See, don't say I never did anything for you. That's an extra one. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. <laughs> All right, is that it for Mud's turn? Hold. Okay. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, the line. Hey, I'm going to address the group right now. Um, don't we have those things that we got that give us the little bonus things that we had? Yeah. I don't remember what they're called. What are they? Oh, the boons? The boons. What's our, I know I don't have one. Does everybody else have a boon that they want to like, burn? I have burn? a boon of speed. Just, uh, just out of curiosity, this might be a time to use it. Just just throwing it out there into the into the universe. Hey, just so everyone knows, Mud's not gonna use his inspiration die, but you all should use your boon. <laughs> Mud's still yeah. attacked. I don't need I don't need your sass. I have the recovery pin I could throw to you or something. I think you have to use it. No, no, you can, we can we can give it to each other because it's a physical item. Oh, okay. Well you 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 do what you want to do with it, but I just want to remind everybody that we have them because I just remembered that we have them. That talking spider makes a good point. <laughs> how much of my movement speed did I use to go down to get him? Well, how did you go down? I mean, did you just like, you said you just jumped down? First question, would jumping down have been fall damage at that height? I'm going to say no, because you're a spider. Okay, so then do I have my full movement speed then? Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. I think if you uh, just like release and fall down onto the ground, I would say like release, it would be like a bonus action. So yeah, yeah I would imagine you still have your full move. Then I'd like to skitter back up to the ceiling, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to keep doing this as like a wrestler? You're going to keep like dropping elbows from the upper, yeah, yeah. from the top rope? Just a little sneak attack and then bye. Yeah. Okay. Have, have fun, everybody. I'm back up to the ceiling. Oh, gosh. But I mean, if you do that, I will say, though. Oh, would that be a disengage? Right. You don't have a disengage action. Sleek would be able to get like an attack of opportunity anytime. That's a good call. That. Then I'll yeah. stay here. It's almost like the people who wrote these rules anticipated this kind of thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Could I make one clarification of where Mud is? I want to have bit him from behind. Okay. Nice. In the booty? Yeah, Take I bit his butt. Behind. Specifically, I bit his butt. Nice. Not a call to action. That's just where the bite went, okay? Nice fleshy target. 
Yeah. All right. Well, it's going to be my turn next. I've got a couple of instruments. The viola. Oh, man. It's going to move in the direction of Bart, but it's not going to be able to get close enough to attack. The violin that was attacking Bart is still in the cloud of daggers. It takes uh, another eight points of damage, and the violin flies into splinters. It's no longer moving. We. Yay! We beat the m- instrument. Yay! <laughs> and those of you in the loft, I guess everyone but Bart, you can see Sleek react like with a pained expression as the violin is destroyed. Mm. Oh, he's pained. Yeah. Interesting. Gum Gum, your turn. How far from the edge is Sleek? Like mentally? <laughs> Sleek was kind of in the corner, so as pretty much as far from the edge as possible, probably 15, 20 feet if I had to guess. Okay. I guess I'm going to go after him again. Is he playing an instrument right now? He has the loot in his hand and then the sword. I have a question. If I was to, like, grapple him, could I use the handcuffs to handcuff him? I think you wouldn't be able to do both of those in one round because there's, like, just two distinct actions. Mm-hmm. So like you could grapple him this round and then manacle him next round, or someone else could grapple him, and if he was grappled, then you could use your action to manacle him. But can I just try and manacle him without grappling him? I think that would be really difficult. Like mm. Just to slap handcuffs on him yeah. randomly? Yeah, you have to like have someone restrained before you try to do that. Gotcha. You know how, how cops just throw the manacles at people. <laughs> yeah. Hold, criminal! Yeah, please put these on for me. Ha! All right. I'm just going to try and do as much damage as possible and just go. That's it's grunt and yell and attack. Do Ooh, it. Great axe. Grunt and yell and attack. Okay. Do Wham. it. Oh, no. Damn 11. It. Sleek chuckles as he easily steps aside from your great axe attack. You son hmm. of a. But he taunted. So then that, that means, you know, by your rules, <laughs> Gum Gum gets another round. Well, yeah. if Gum Gum has a spell to move his initiative, he's more than welcome to. All right, Gum Gum. Now's your time. Now's your time. Where's that magic? Go ahead, Gum Gum. Don't. You know that's a sensitive subject, Gum Gum. Gum gets a tear in his eye. This boss battle's going great. It's going great. Is that it for you, Gum Gum? Are you doing anything else? I mean, I don't know. What else can I do? Spit on him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> Just spit on him? I'll spit on him. Stop. Still, no, don't. That's an insult. <laughs> okay. You're close enough. You're you're within spitting distance. Where? Like on his chest or his face? Or what are you trying to do? Uh, I try to spit in this guitar thing, his loot. Oh, you spit on his loot? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gum Gum tries to spit on Sleek's loot. We'll say that it, it connects. Roll for spit. Roll for spit. It gets slippery. <laughs> his loot gets slippery. I don't like this at it's all. It's cork spit, too. I'm so sorry Luke. for everyone's visuals right now. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go to the base, then it's Sleek, then on deck is Kyborg. Aha! All right, so the base, it was attacking Mud. Well, I guess it can't see Mud anymore because Mud's in the loft. Bart is on the ladder. It saw the viola move in that direction, so it's also going to turn and move in the direction of the ladder, but it doesn't have enough movement to get all the way there. So now it's Sleek's turn. I think I think I heard Sleek say he wants to take a nap. I think I, I heard that, too. He says Nani's. It's Nani's time. Starts playing a lullaby to himself. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, and Mud's around him too. That's right. Come at me, bro. Come at me. Close that distance, boys. Come at me. (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if all of our characters died via instruments? The instrument of our death? Like, that's just, that's how we go. That would make me quite It would be especially great for Bart. Yeah. 
All right, so he's going to take a swing with his tuning sword at Gum Gum for spitting on his loot. That's a 14. Does that hit you, Gum Gum? Come on, Gum With Gum. my minus one, that's I have 14, so that's... Oh, that's a hit. That's a hit? Yeah. Dang it. The tuning sword connects doing seven points of damage on Gum Gum, and uh, you have to make a strength saving throw. You passed the last two. Just keep it going, my dude. Gum Gum's pretty strong. Yep, he makes it, though. 13. And I have advantage on strength saving throws, so I can even roll again. Oh, really? That's cool. Because I'm raging. You don't don't even need it, because Gum Gum's strong. You feel like the sword's wanting to push you back, but it fails to again. Sleek looks very frustrated, still like he's turning red angry with you, so he goes ahead and takes another swing with the tuning sword at Gum Gum. 14 again, which we know hits, doing 8 points of damage, and again, you have to make a strength saving throw. How is Gum Gum doing on HP at this point? <laughs> Gum Gum's strong. Uh, he's down to 18, and uh, another strength saving throw. Alright. Mm-hmm. That's good. You've taken, like, what, 4 hits from the sword now? 14. And that's without my advantage. You're good, yeah. You managed to steal yourself and maintain your ground. Great going, Gum Gum. Kyborg, what do you want to do? Ha ha! I, uh, you know, the usual. Bring out the longbow of triumph. Take a shot. What? Take a shot. Good old one-hit wonder, Kyborg. 21. 21, that connects. Yeah, it does. All right, let's roll for damage. Don't do bursting damage. I'm here. Nine. Kyborg's arrow glides across the loft and plunges deep into Sleek's shoulder. Question, how is Sleek looking right now? You know, like I said before, he looks tired, kind of maybe a little disheveled. He's got bags under his eyes. He's a little bloodied, but he still looks pretty healthy. Action surge. I'm going to take another one. Is there any chance that we actually have to take down the instrument since that last one that went down hurt him? Hurt him, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it'll, like, break some type of spell that it has on him, perhaps. Are there any instruments up there? Are they all downstairs? They're all downstairs. You could move, couldn't you? Like to the edge of the loft? I could, but I, I feel like I'm dealing a pretty decent amount of damage against Sleek up here, though. I mean, All right. are there any within eye, eye line or like what's what would be the shortest movement that I'd have to make to see them? Let's see. There were There's like two at the base of the ladder and then one that's in the, the cloud of daggers. Like, right? Theoretically, I have a higher. I'm up higher and I'm, I'm sure I have like a I have, I have high ground. Anakin. From where you are, you really can't see any. You'd have to get over to the. Oh, and they're going to the ladder. So they're under the loft. No, at this point, if they've, they've started moving to the ladder, you can't see them because they're obstructed by the floor beneath you. Dang it. And I don't have any more arcane shots for a seeking arrow. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take another. I'm going to take an action surge. And I'm going to take another shot at Sleek. Okay. That is a 27. That connects. The hits keep on coming from Kyborg. Damn, 10 points of damage. 10's good. Kyborg releases another arrow and it drills into Sleek's physique. Nice, consistent damage output from Kyborg. Thank you, thank you. All right, I got the uh, cello next and then Bart, you're on deck, just FYI. Oh my God. I'm so scared of this cello. <laughs> This, well, this was the one of the cellos that was attacking you previously that right. was in the Cloud of Daggers. And now it's starting its turn still in the Cloud of Daggers. So it takes another eight points of damage and it also splinters and falls apart, <gasps> breaking into many different pieces. Oh, hell yeah. I'm a huge fan of Bart. As the cello gets ripped apart, you see Sleek kind of stumble a little bit and step backwards, visibly hurt. Yeah, okay. Bart, it's your turn. How many instruments are left? There are two left. There's a viola and a bass. They're close to you. They're not within, you know, like, melee attack range. They've been trying to close the distance to the ladder. Okay. They're not too far away. I'll tell you what, Bart, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okay. Mm. Excellent. 
21. Okay. A good roll for once. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are you thinking about doing? Are you going to stay down here? Are you going to go up the ladder? Uh, I kind of want to finish off these instruments. Do it. I kind of like what's happening here with each of them hurting him as they die. Yeah. You perceive that that is probably a good idea. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see what you did. (laughs) Roll a perception check so I can help you. (laughs) Could I, is it possible to move closer so I'm in range of melee attacking? Yeah, you could definitely do that. You were not very far up the ladder, and they're only like 10 or 15 feet away, so you, you, you have enough movement to get over there and close uh, distance to them. Okay, let's do that. And uh, I have a long sword I guess I could use for the first time. <laughs> oh, are you out of, like, spell slots? No, I'm not, but I don't have a lot of, like, damaging spells in gotcha. my first level gotcha. other than Dissonant Whispers, which is just, like, psychic damage, I think. Do instruments take psychic damage? <laughs> Don't know. Micah says this sounds very piratey of you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use my longsword. Do it. So I attack... Uh... Uh, there's a, a viola and a bass. They're both equidistant. You can pick whichever one you want. As far as you know, neither of them have been damaged so far. Okay, uh, let's take on that viola. All right. Cut them strings. Dang it. Ooh, Only that's an eight. eight. Unfortunately, that does not hit. Uh, Bart, you've gotten, you've gotten a little out of practice using your long sword. It's a little heavier than you remember, so uh, yeah. you're not able to strike through. Kyborg makes a mental note to exercise Bart more during their off times. You can't see this. It's under the floor. <laughs> he senses it. He's in perfect sync with his team. I guess that's all I could do. Okay, that's it for little party boy? Yeah. Okay. But now I'm right next to the viola, and I hate it. <laughs> Mud, you're up. Cool, Kai. I'm going to go with another bonus action and get me some really good HP because this time I'm rolling five. Thank you Half very much. Half a point of five. <laughs> point five. I will take five just in case we're not close. Yeah, I'm going to go with another bite because that, felt, that felt good. It felt good to bite him. <laughs> and so we're going to roll for attack and it's going to be awesome. We're going to roll for attack again. <laughs> Rolled a four. Uh, so that's a nine. Mm, that's no good. Mm-mm. I'm going I'm to I'm use inspiration dice on that one because I do want to hit him. Oh, uh, okay. I do want to like at least make some. Hope it works out. Yeah, that's a, that's a 17. Oh, yeah. You definitely uh, managed to, to make contact with Sleek. Huzzah. Rolling for damage first. That's nine. Oh, nice. Piercing that's, uh, damage. Nine piercing damage. I went with the left cheek last time, going with the right cheek this time. If anyone wants to take care of this viola at some point. (laughs) Did you have some other damage? Roll your uh, DC 11 constitution. Oh, that's it. That's what it is. 19. Okay. And you will take half damage of... That's a D100. That's incorrect. (laughs) Not that one. Yep. Two D100s. Yay. That is 14, so you take seven. Spider-Mud sinks his fangs into Sleek's right buttock and injects noxious venom into his dwarven hide. That's good. Good job, Spider-Mud. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. You're doing it. I've bit him twice. Is that it for you, Mud? That's it for me. Okay, so Bart has closed back in the distance, so the viola has a target to attack, so it's going to go ahead and use its bow to take a swing at Bart, who's the only target available to it. 12 plus 3, 15. That's what my armor class is. Oh, so that hits. So that is some slashing damage for Barty Boy. Five points of damage. Okay. 
not feeling good, Mr. Stark. Bart going toe-to-toe <laughs> with some melee action, some melee combat. Gum-gum. Okay, so where are the instruments? You're up in the loft, and then down the ladder on the bottom is where uh, Bart is engaging with the two remaining instruments. Could Gum-Gum do the thing in Underworld, and he just takes his axe and carves a circle around him and then falls down a floor? That's cool. Gum-Gum is angry, but he hears Bart getting hurt, so he rages again. Uh, Can I do that? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? mean? Aren't you still raging? Yeah. So this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with Mud earlier, because those are both bonus actions. Ending your rage is a bonus action. Going into a rage is a bonus action. So it's like you only get one bonus action per turn. I'm just, I'm, my question would be, can you be in more than one rage? Does it stack? Yeah. No. Can I stack? Okay. No. So he's, he's still in rage, right? Yeah, I'm still in rage, yeah. so I can't yeah, do it Yeah, then go. Keep, keep, keep raging and go get our little, our little man. Okay. What were you trying to do? Your double rage? Yeah. So I can get my rage randomizer. Like, uh, uh, well, you could drop it. But then, and then rage again next turn, but you'd be you wouldn't be raging this turn, right, Mister Rageaholic? I guess I will stop raging then. That's my bonus action, and then run down. Why don't you? Uh, hey, as as an idea, why don't you stop raging after you just do your your attack right now? That's a good idea. <laughs> Gum Gum's gonna do his attack and he's gonna do his breathing exercises. Yeah. So he, I, I guess I'll run. Can, how can I get to the instrument from where I'm at? Yes, but only because they're already close to the ladder. You're barely able to get there. Okay. Well, then I want to run and swing my great axe at the whichever one I can get to. You have two options. There's the viola and a bass both down there within uh, reach. Well, I'm attacking the bass. Okay. Drop the bass. Bop, 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 bop. I rolled a three. Gum Gum charges after the bass and hurls his great axe toward the instrument, but it doesn't seem to resonate. It goes wide, missing his low tone target. How am I roll so bad? Have you have you failed on three great axe attacks right now? I don't a lot. That's a lot for you, considering you have a plus seven. I know. I just keep really bad rolls. Now, Gus, is the viola the instrument viola, or did Viola Davis tweet at us at hashtag Stinky Dragon? <laughs> yeah, her name? she did. She's a big fan. She's a oh big sweet. Fan. Hey, Viola, we love your work. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll end my rage and get between Bart and the instrument. And look pitiful. <laughs> well, don't don't oh, add that little that addendum. <laughs> so the base that Gum Gum tried to attack uh, is going to try to counterattack on Gum Gum here. What is that? A twelve, I believe. Let me double check. That's a miss, right? That's that's a, a twelve. That's a miss. Okay. Yes. So it tries to attack and misses. What great fortune! It's Sleek's turn. Gum Gum is not in front of Sleek anymore. However, Mud is. Rawr. All right, Sleek is going to turn and make a, an attack on Mud with the tuning sword. What? Could I? Could, could Kyborg say S- Sleek? More like Geek? Yeah. To, to kind of distract him. <laughs> sure. Roll. He rolled a crappy roll though. Yeah, that's a, it's not a great roll. Uh, well then it stands. It stands. Sorry, guys. Those are the rules. Two hit is twelve, which I assume is a miss on Mud. He misses, and then I boop him on one of his nose with my one of my hand, with my arms. Got him. Boop him. Boop him. Just a little boop missed. And then under his breath, you hear him mutter, press, press. And then in a flash, he runs really quickly and uh, is now standing up next to Kyborg. Ah, hell. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 Yoo-hoo. <laughs> Big summer blowout. 
Kybor, it's your turn. Uh, Sleek is now right up in your grill. Oh my God, yes he is. I the uh, perfect position for any archer. <laughs> right. I can make a movement and then attack. Yeah. I could back away from him and keep my eyes on him. If you back <laughs> away, then Sleek does get an attack of opportunity. Come on, man. Come on. All right. Well, he's right there in my grill. I'm gonna do a point blank longbow triumph shot right in his nose hole. I mean, I'm not gonna. It's not a called shot, but you know. It's the thing where, like, Legolas pulls the arrow out and just literally stabs the orc. That's, like, that thing. Yeah, basically. I think you roll at disadvantage if you're at point blank. I'm not point blank. You know, it's, it's, it's a normal shot. Come on. No, I mean, like, because he is that close to you. It is point blank. He is right next to you. <sighs> oh my God, yes. I'm not saying that because you use the term point yeah, blank. It saying... is because, in general, you're, like, you, you can't hit. All it's right. much more difficult to hit someone that close to you. Then I, I rolled a 24 and a 21. 21. So yeah, yes. you still you still managed to hit. Kybor's still proficient enough with that bow. Yeah, yeah, I'm the best. I'm the best there ever was. Never gonna let me down. Certainly better than gum gum. And that was a nine. Nine. Uh, any other damage on that? <sighs> you're starting to you're starting to feather sleek a bit. He's got a few uh, <laughs> arrows that have hit him. Just pepper him. I got nothing else in terms of uh, that stuff. Spit on him. Spit on him. <sighs> Dude, the last time you spit on him, he got all upset. And now I'm taking the heat because you spit on him. You called him a geek. Don't blame, blame don't blame that on Mud. Giggling trying to help Mud out, and then, and then he had no zoomies over to me like a <laughs> like a happy dog. Spit on him. Spit on him. I look at the ground and I, I just kind of like I I'm going to spit on you. <laughs> I I kind of just like I. I I spit. I look at it. I say that's a, that's a nice loot. And then I, <laughs> I spit on his loot. Mud in the back as the spider goes a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'm Kyborg. I do what I want. I'm, I go balls out. I hock the biggest loogie there ever was. I. I, I <laughs> oh. And I just, it's, oh, it's green Yummy. and viscous. Yummy. And I had Yuck. milk right before this battle, so it's really <laughs> yuck. That's how that's how Kyberg always preps for every battle. Yeah, drink milk. Big glass of milk. Strong milk. That's right. All right. Anything else, Kyberg? Or are you done? Are you done insulting this person who's kicking all your asses? <laughs> I'm holding up pretty okay. I just hawked a big loogie on this guy. That's you know, I'm good. Uh, but I, I can't I can't move though because you're gonna you're gonna he's gonna have an attack of opportunities. Like Correct. Like, Correct. Am I near a ledge or anything like that? You're probably 15 feet from the ledge. Would I take fall damage if I jump down to the level below? Uh, you'd take an attack of opportunity, though, if you disengage. Right, but would I take fall damage, though? 15 feet? Probably not. I'd say probably not. There's two instruments downstairs, yeah? Uh, yes. Okay, I make the jump. I go for it. Okay, this well... This is for the glory of my team. <laughs> so you spit on Sleek and start running, but he gets to make an attack of opportunity. He swings at you with his tuning sword. Gets a 26, which is a hit. Doing... Come on, just tell me, come on. Oh, We're only at 11 points of damage. Okay, I can take Oof. that. So why, you, so you jump down, are you gonna do something? I shot him point blank. I spit on his loot. And then I like went backwards and then rolled over to the ledge to go downstairs to then uh, start my attacks against the rest of the instruments and, and to distance myself from the sleek. Oh. It seemed like the most strategic move to make at that time. And I think okay. that the hit was worth it. Okay. And 
Am I wrong? I'm not, I, I don't think there is a right answer right now. We're all just trying to not die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I do, and I'm sticking by it. Okay. Mud, you're near sleek still. I'm just trying to get everyone's in my head. Kyborg has jumped down to the lower level. Bart and Gum Gum are close to each other by the bottom of the ladder, attacking the remaining instruments. You hear him mutter and uh, moving his arms in a strange fashion. <laughs> Enough. It's time to finish this. And you see an emerald wave as wide as the room emerges from the southern wall, slowly moving north across the room. Bart, it's your turn. It's Bart and then Mud after him. Oh, my God. I guess I'll try to swing at this guy again. The viola. Okay. Hiya. 16? That hits? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, seven points of damage. Okay, yeah. Your longsword connects, doing seven points of damage to the viola. Viola? Viola. I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember it's... how to say it. To, toward the instrument that's in front of you. Is it still not down, the viola? Viola? No. Okay. This is the first time it's taken damage. Damn. Itch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to move away from it, but I don't want to go towards the wall, so... If you move away, it will get an attack of opportunity. Okay. Could I use my mage hand to pick it up and move it away from me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's another spell. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to drink the last of my potion of healing. Mm-hmm. All right. If I could do that. I just heard a real life glass. Yeah, plant. there's a dink somewhere. Very immersive. That was my mug. I have a cup of coffee. <laughs> nice. 2d4 plus 2. Big roll, big roll. You need some help. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could I re-roll that if they're ones? No. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. So four points of damage, the minimum possible. A healing. Four points of healing. Oh, four points of healing. Sorry. That's, from my perspective, it's all damage. Turns out this <laughs> potion of healing had spilled in my pocket a little bit, so there was just a little drop left. <laughs> just licking the rim. Oh, heck. Yeah. Now it looks like I peed myself. A llama. <laughs> He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> all right. Mud. Could mud reach an instrument like the viola? Yeah, Gum Gum was able to, so I'd say you'd be able to as well because you all were right by each other. Okay. I feel like I'm on team get all the instruments gone before this emerald wall uh, approaches us and see if that helps. So I go down and I bite that viola. Okay. And I'm going to roll a good roll is what I'm going to roll. Oh, come on! It was at 19 and it rolled over to a 3. So that's uh, only an eight. Boys, boys, boys. Uh, unfortunately, that's not quite good enough. Shocker, I know. Oh, man. You sure about that? <laughs> you got anything else you can do, Mud, or is that it? That's it. That's it. This has been such a bummer of a fight. We're having a time right now. Yeah, We're all just gathered great. around this viola right now. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad for Bart and Mud. Well, this is the viola's turn to attack. It's weird because my kyborg's back kind of hurts a little. <laughs> it's almost like you're a ranged person who will almost always take the least amount of damage. Weird. It's, it's like I'm carrying the team. I don't know. Yeah, what healing have you done for us yeah. and stuff? What damage have you taken? What damage have you taken so that people don't take damage? 11. Bro, I called him off of you <laughs> because he was all up in your girl and then I took Oh, don't even start with me, This John. is what happens when we start to get hurt is we start to turn <laughs> on each other. The party turns. There's no cohesion. <laughs> The viola goes to uh, attack Bart. Great. Slashes at Bart. See if it hits. Viola Davis, no. Oh, it rolls a one. It misses. Thank God. Gum Gum, you're up. Gum Gum, after 
calming himself, <laughs> sees it as attacking Bart and rages. <laughs> come, come. The literal roller coaster of emotions. So I'll roll my rage thing. I got a three. An intangible spirit, which looks like a pixie, appears within five feet of one creature of your choice that you see within 30 feet of you. At the end of the current turn, it explodes, and each creature within five feet of it must succeed on a dex saving throw or take 1d6 force damage. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again, summoning another spirit on each of your turns as a bonus action. Oh, cool. It's a little pixie grenade. So right in front of me, there's the two instruments? Yes. And are they near each other? Yeah. Could I position this pixie so that it would hit both the instruments but not Bart? Sure, absolutely. Just the edge of the five. Nice. You're going to edge them. And which of the two instruments? (laughs) Bass and viola, I believe. Correct. The viola looks a little beaten up. The bass still looks pristine. I will put it next to the bass. I think it's an AOE, so you want to hit both, yeah. right? Yeah. Correct. I'll hit it next to the bass. Now, I guess I'll attack the... Jeez, which one should I attack? Both? You can't... <laughs> oh, he means with his great axe attack. Oh, I oh could, okay, okay, okay. I could use two hand axes. I don't think you can attack two different opponents, though. Can you, guys? Could I? Yeah, you should be able to attack two different ones if you do want to. But like I said, don't forget, the viola already looks like it's been damaged and the bass looks pristine. What do y'all think? Should I attack the pristine one or the, try to take out the other one? I think Gum Gum needs to follow his heart. I'm going to attack the, the strong one, the bass. I'm going to attack the bass with my great axe. And I'm recklessly attacking it. Chris, do you do it, do you do it any other way? <laughs> All right, go ahead and uh, make that attack. Which was good because I my first roll was crappy and I got a 16. 16. Why am I not seeing your rolls? Uh, he rolled an 11 and a 16. I see a 16. Weird, I'm not seeing them for some reason. Hmm. Oh, weird. He actually did 35 points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and uh, roll some damage. Seven. Seven points of damage on the base, okay? It's still up. And then then, then that thing explodes. My pixie. Uh, Okay, yeah. Then the pixie goes off, and they need to make dexterity saving throws. They don't have fingers, so they can't. My my thing's not showing rolls. I'm going to roll a die right here on my desk. Because it it knows you're being too evil to us. Mm Mm-hmm. Evil. Four. All right, so that fails. So then they both take, what did we say? 1d6 force damage. So go ahead and roll the d6. Two. Two. So your pixie explodes for two points of damage, damaging both instruments, and they both shatter. Yes. Breaking, Whoa. falling yes. apart. Yes. Yeah. Now that's a, that's a sore back right there. He's <laughs> a jolly good This team must be heavy, Kyborg. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm lifting it. Yay! All of us down here are lifting it. So <laughs> the instrument shatter and Sleek falls asleep. Just for clarification, everyone's on the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You hear like some strange noises upstairs, like something jostling around. <gasps> then you hear footsteps above you. And down the stairs, you see a cloaked woman with deep black eyes and a bewitching pale face climb down. <gasps> I know that is. Oh. Paralyte offers you a haunting smile and politely claps. Well done, interns. You've defeated Sleek the Simpleton, but playtime is over, and I'll be taking that loot now. Oh, no. no! Eight shadowy figures in cloaks come down the ladder behind her, flanking her. This ladder is getting a bit crowded. It's so awkward. (laughs) This is less than ideal, like, geography for the scene to happen. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. It should have happened happened upstairs, but oh well. 
It doesn't help that Mud's also still a giant spider and just creating like way too much of a crowded space. Paralyte eyes the uh, <laughs> the spit on the loot and gives you guys a, a, a mean look. Yeah. Everguards, prepare to fire at the interns. Oh, that's not good. I don't think you should do that. She raises her hand and eight crossbows take aim at you. Uh, well, I raise my, my bow and arrow up at them. But does the really good Paralyte impression and says, no, don't do that. You should aim it at the other Paralyte. <laughs> Paralyte smiles, lowers her hand and says, fire. A flurry of crossbow bolts fly at you guys. Let's see if my rolling thing is working. No, yet. don't. Do, stop it. Me? Stop it. Stop it. Save game and exit. Save game and exit. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's calling for dinner. Escape, yeah. escape. A 20. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I don't see that. Actually. I don't see it uh, either. I actually don't, don't see it. Could you, could you no. roll it again? Could you no, roll it again? Oh yeah, it's two. <laughs> narrows her eyes and looks over at one of the Everguards. You there? I said fire. The cloaked person nods their head. A beam of crackling energy fires from their hand, just missing Paralyte's head. The Everguard lowers their hood, revealing blue spiky hair and the smug face of Brink Tussler. Brink, oh. he's here to save us. I'm afraid our little deal is off, Paralyte Wait, Make any sudden moves and the next shot's going straight into that pretty little skull of yours. Brink don't miss twice. Mud does a little yeah again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's the great and powerful Brink Tussler. Whatever shall I do? Oh, that's right. Paralyte snaps her fingers and a flying snake appears in her hand. What? I'll just squish your pet snake here. <gasps> no, no, no. Paralyte's grip begins to tighten on the serpent. No, wait, leave Hannibal out of this. <sighs> you win. I surrender. Brink drops the crossbow to the floor and raises his hands. Paralyte says, Sorry, I'm not taking any prisoners today. Her hand begins to glow and spark as she aims it directly at Brink's head. Any last words, traitor? Brink looks at the snake with moist eyes. Hannibal, be a good boy. And bite! The snake sinks its fangs into Paralyte's hand as she wails in pain. She thrusts the snake into a nearby wall and it smacks and it falls to the ground with a thud. No! Ah, you snake-hating witch! Brink pulls out a knife and lunges for Paralyte, but with a swift counter move, she plunges his own knife into his heart. Wow! Brink collapses to the ground, blood oozing from his chest. So much for your surprise attack. Did you really think you could defeat me by yourself? Brink coughs up blood and smirks. <coughs> You're right. I can't take you on by myself. But that was never really the plan, was it? Brink weakly winks at Kyborg, and suddenly the Everguards all keel over with laughter, dropping their crossbows. One of the back doors flies open, and a blue spiky-haired elf dives into the room. It's another Brink Tussler? What? What? He fires a blast of energy at Paralyte and makes his way over to you. You guys gotta get out of here. My curse on the Everguards won't last much longer. I'll distract Paralyte while you make your escape. Sordo floats into the doorway and says, Come on, I've got a portal waiting for us just outside. Mud shoots a web at the flying snake and pulls it towards them. Okay, so you pick up Hannibal? Yeah, I got Hannibal. Can I pick up one of the Brink Tusslers? <laughs> one of the there's one that is that is a hologram that is dying on the floor with blood and then there's one the real one behind us uh, do we know that it's a hologram or was it like a time thing i think some of us do gum gum might not 
Yeah, Gum Gum's probably very confused right now. Yeah, he is. I think he wants to save the one that got stabbed. Okay. Uh, run out. <laughs> Hurry, you gotta go. Take Slick and go to the portal. Okay. Can I run up to Brink and have a just quick word? I, I need to, I, need just, I can't, I gotta get something off my chest. Brink, Brink, I'm so sorry. I was wrong about you all along. Here, have have this. It's it's my Bofa. What's a Bofa? Bofa D's nuts, Brink Dustler. <laughs> <laughs> Can Mud grab Sleek as well? Yes. Okay, I got eight arms. Hurry, the portal is right out here. Last go, let's go, last call. Can't, you can't, don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Okay, uh, Bart starts making a break for it and tries to grab Gum Gum's hand. Gum Gum accepts. <laughs> Kyborg, are you happy with that burn? You're going to make your way to the portal as well? Y- yeah, but I'm like, oh, seriously, break. That, that was really cool of you, bro. Uh, I'll see you on the other side, hopefully, and then, I, and then I run from the portal. Y'all make your way through the portal, and Sordo floats behind you, but before he can make it, a bolt flies into his sphere and knocks him to the ground. Sordo! The portal closes up. No! You were my second best friend. Bang! <laughs> Brink number two gets knocked to the ground by the Everguards who no longer appear laughing. They seize Sordo and both Brinks and drag them before Paralyte. Sordo says, Ha! Looks like your plan failed, Paralyte. Erbloom is safe and another Infinite is back at Boulderay with Doctor Him and the interns. <laughs> Paralyte starts laughing and the Everguards join her with cackling and sniggers of their own. Uh, am I missing something here? Eh, uh, what's so funny? Paralyte <laughs> smiles and says, Oh, you think Doctor Ahem opened that portal? Uh-oh, that's, uh, that's not good. Tune in next time to find out who opened the oh. portal and where it leads. No, I want to know now. We're in hell. We're in hell. It's called a little cliffhanger. Bart's adoptive father. We're all on pirate ship sailing out to sea. (laughs) Have a nice time. Drinking mojitos. Yeah. (laughs) He's getting smokes. He'll be back soon. Oh, God. That brings a close to the Deja Herbloom arc. Next time we're back, it's going to be the beginning of a new arc, and we'll find out what's happening with the interns. So congratulations on your second infinite encounter, interns. You all uh, have made your way through Sleek and Herbloom. Wow. Wow. That was a lot. Dead. That was a lot. Oh yeah. My goodness. I'm stressed out. Do you want to tell people what our next episode's going to be about? Yeah, we're going to have a recap of the arc so far. We're going to go over what you guys got when you leveled up and uh, what's going on with your characters. Maybe talk a little bit of backstory. We're going to do some Q&A with the community. We've got some questions that we're going to ask you guys and answer. So these are maybe frequently asked questions that people wonder about the story, about what's going on so far and we'll answer them. So it's going to be kind of a midpoint and then we'll get back to the story and see where we go from there. Yeah. And it'd be a great time to share this podcast with all your friends, especially friends who play D&D or on Reddit or, you know, all that. Yeah. I think it's uh, these are good points to for people to get into the story. Like if they had want to listen to everything that we've done so far, it's a good way for them to listen, get caught up on a recap, and then just get started from there. Uh, spreading it word of mouth, like uh, Chris was saying, that's definitely the best way to uh, help out a podcast. That's how podcasts really spread around. Absolutely best thing you can do. Word of mouth or word of computers and social media. Yep, that's word the phrase. Word of computers. She's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back with that other episode we're talking about here real soon. 